to week 12 of the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented to you by the fellows here at the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, a show that is for the fans, by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. Joining me, as always, is the leader of the Mayhem brand, the Young Buck, Mr. Andy York. Andy, I know we say this all the time, that we feel like it's been a while since we've recorded, but it truly has been a while since we've actually recorded. Yes, it has been quite some time. I have forgotten most of what I had done. I had to go back and look as we were preparing for all this. But yeah, I'm excited. I mean, week 12, we've got a pay-per-view right up around the corner. Uh, we're halfway through this shindig that we're doing, and we're both enjoying it and having fun and already talking about what we're going to do next from here. So yes. it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yes, we definitely are. Um, speaking of us here, Mr. Brad Beal was not with us. Why? Because it's his wife's birthday. So we let That's him a off. good reason not to be here. <laughs> we let him off the hook for that one. Shout out to Rebecca. It's her birthday. So uh, Brad will not be joining us. So no fun crowd noises, but the show will truck on as yep. it has over the last couple of weeks. All right. Before we get to week number 12, because week 12 is a big one. Andy and I always say that the fallout of a pay-per-view and the go-home before a pay-per-view mm-hmm. are the best shows to book. So before we get to the go-home, let's set the scene as to what happened on week 11 uh, on the Revolution brand. Santana and Ortiz have advanced to the finals of the Tag Team Title Tournament, which will take place at the pay-per-view. Also at the pay-per-view, we learned that... Um, ruining really the surprise or the sorry the celebration of Matt Cardona winning the championship last week Stone Cold Steve Austin ruined that letting him know that not only will Roman Reigns get his rematch at the pay-per-view but Adam Cole will be thrown into the mix (laughs) it'll be a triple threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship coming up at the pay-per-view on week 11 we saw Sting finally appear in person to confront Chris Jericho no words were spoken a bat was pointed you guys are smart enough. Two plus two equals four. You know where this is headed. So uh, we got that. We have a little dissension in the Miz Taraj. We'll have to see what happens on uh, uh, with that situation. And by the uh, Shayna Baszler costing Britt Baker a match with Carmella. What does that do for Carmella moving forward? And then Andrade made his debut and defeated Tommaso Ciampa to earn a shot at the Intercontinental Championship, which will take place at week 12. Andy, what you got over on your side? So, on my side, the show started off with a massive pull-apart brawl during the during the package. They cut backstage and Bullet Club and the Elite are brawling all over the place. Um, <clears throat> we had a women's tag team championship match with Bailey or tag team match with Bailey and Jordan Grace versus Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. At the end of that, uh, Charlotte Flair made her debut in Mayhem, com- coming down and making the triple threat at Warzone a fatal four-way between the four horsewomen to see who is the best out of those four women. Um Samoa Joe cut a promo on CM Punk. Drew McIntyre faced Shinsuke Nakamura, getting the big win over uh, Shinsuke. After the match, though, um, uh, the Knights of Wrestling were beating down on Shinsuke uh, on the ramp. They kind of were drawing, trying to get Drew to come in, um, and they set up a match in Week 12 between Drew McIntyre and Walter as the main event for Week 12. Which is going to be a barn burner. Yes, I can't wait. It's, it's going to be great. Uh, William Regal made the announcement um, that uh, in 
or the next pay-per-view, I'm sorry, the next pay-per-view uh, is going to feature the first ever Mayhem Rumble, uh, which is basically like a Royal Rumble, 30 participants, one winner, gets a championship opportunity at yes. the last pay-per-view of our six months that we're doing. However, during the during the announcement, uh, Bullet Club and the Elite were still brawling all over the <laughs> arena at the same time. He got fed up with them, told them to shut up. They're going to have a match at Warzone. It's going to be four and four. We're going to find out the stipulation uh, who picks the stipulation because in the main event it was Kenny Omega versus AJ Styles the winner gets to pick the stipulation mm. AJ Styles picking up the win over Kenny Omega which is kind of a shocking fashion and they weren't the only ones to interrupt Regal's announcement because MJF came out and interrupted the announcement as well and then got murdered by Miro um, <laughs> which Pat McAfee absolutely loved on commentary yes he did uh, Revision was there making their address Triple H Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens trying to make amends after basically Seth cost Kevin Owens the Pure Wrestling Championship to Sami Zayn. John Moxley tried to jump in, but they turned and beat on him as well. A lot of Brock Fiend stuff. Go listen back to it. And that's basically it. So Sweet. we're heading to a packed show for Warzone. Packed show for Warzone. Packed show on this side over here yep. with... Um, what is my favorite you call it? Call your shot. That's what it's called. <laughs> See, we can't even remember. We should we should be more um be more up on what we're doing. It sounds like life is busy. <laughs> well, I was gonna say it sounds like, you know, the boss not knowing what's going on, but you know We're doing a this has been a Vince month, is what I'm calling it. This is a hundred percent been a Vince month. That is exactly <laughs> right. Well, let's continue the Vince month. Revolution is up first. We will kick things off uh, for week number 12 and we are not let's see here here we go 30 minutes no opening package this week we open to a shot of the locker room of the major players matt cardona is polishing his world title <laughs> with his wife and friends by his side the locker room door opens in comes Britt baker and adam cole matt immediately starts going after adam cole screaming at him and screaming at him and Britt to get out of the locker room uh, chelsea finally calms him down Security comes in to get between them and to try to get Britt and Adam Cole out. Well, as if the show didn't start off with enough fireworks, there you go. Welcome to the go-home edition of Revolution. We are just days away from Call Your Shot, where one man and one woman will basically earn a blank contract that they can cash in at any time, anywhere. And our general manager, Stone Cold Steve Austin, will announce those participants later tonight. You think you know me? Well, we are kicking the show off tonight with semi-final action in the Tag Team Title Tournament. Here come the legends, the longtime best friends. One more run for that Tag Team Gold. It's Edge and Christian. But their opponents making a statement by not only their surprise debut, a big first round win, but joining up with Andrade last week to form the Death Triangle. Here come the Lucha Bros. What a tag team match. This is going to be. We'll get started when we come back from our first commercial break. 
All right, we are back. Bell sounds. Winner of this match is going to go on to call your shot to face Santana and Ortiz to crown brand new Revolution Tag Team Champions. Edge and Pentagon starting this match off. They're not really sure how to match up with each other. It's really contrasting styles here. They lock up. Pena with a quick kick to the thigh of Edge, followed up by another one, and another one. He backs Edge into the corner, shoots him off the buckle, follows him in, handspring, looking for that elbow, but Edge catches him, lifts him up, glam slam in the middle of the ring. What a move by Edge. Phoenix is quickly in to try to attack Edge before he can make the cover. Here comes Christian to get into the mix. Edge and Phoenix are going at it. Pena and Christian square off. No tags have been made, though. Pena's off the ropes, looking for a clothesline. Christian ducks, hooks him for the kill switch, but Pena turns it around. Poison Rana on Christian. At the same time, Phoenix going for that top rip, wrist lock for that triple bounce off the corner. Once he comes off, though, Edge catches him. Spear in midair on Ray Phoenix. What a move. Edge and Penta, they stare each other down. They pick up their opponents at the same time. They set them up. What's this? They're staring each other down. Canadian Destroyers in stereo. The crowd is in a frenzy. Oh, what a moment as we had to... Wait, wait a minute. We were going to go to commercial, but there's Taz. Taz is back out here. What is Taz doing at this match? We'll have to find out when we come back. We're back, headed towards the end of the match. Christian is legal with Ray Phoenix. They start trading rights and lefts. Phoenix whips Christian to the buckle, but Christian reverses. Phoenix in the corner. Christian charges in. Double boot by Phoenix. It rocks Christian. Phoenix turns around. Springboard backflip off the middle rope. Lands behind Christian and hits a German suplex. What a move. The cover. One, two, no. Kick out by Christian. Phoenix, very frustrated, heads to the top rope. Pentagon makes the tag as Phoenix is climbing. Phoenix off. Frog splash, but nobody's home. Christian is crawling towards the corner, towards Edge, but Pentagon, he knocks Edge off the apron. Pena goes to grab Christian in a package pile driver position, but Christian, using his momentum, turns it into a sunset flip. One, two, kick out. Penta goes for the clothesline. Christian ducks. Christian locks in the kill switch, but Pena again reverses and hits a backstabber. As Christian pops back up, Edge makes the tag. Pena turns around. Spear by Edge. Spear the cover. One, two, three. Edge and Christian have done it. They have advanced to the finals of the tag team title tournament. One of the best teams ever assembled with another shot at tag team gold. Taz still in the aisleway. He makes eye contact with Edge and Christian. He claps his hands a few times and he turns around and leaves. We cut backstage. We wow. see we see Robert Roode on his phone in the hallway, and Dolph Ziggler walks into frame. And Dolph says, "Bobby, Bobby, hey, bro, I've been looking for you all day, man. We always ride together from the hotel, and you didn't show up. What's going on?" Roode says, "Dolph, listen, face it. You and I, we haven't had any success here in the tag team division." We haven't won a single match. And you've done very well for yourself in the singles division. So I think it's time we go our separate ways. Dolph says, hey, man, I, I don't I don't want that. You're my best friend. And Dol- uh, Rude interrupts him. He says, Dolph, listen, I've made my decision. You're better off without me. I'll see you down the road. He walks off. Ziggler looks distraught as we head to commercial break. 
We are back. Carmella is already in the ring awaiting her opponent in this matchup. And of course, it's the hot mess. It's Chelsea Green. Both women trying to prove themselves worthy of a spot in this gauntlet match. Coming up next week, the bell sounds. We skip ahead a few minutes in the match. Carmella is actually wearing Chelsea Green down. As Mella grabs her, Monkey flips her over, and it's a ground and pound. Very aggressive style here from Carmella. Picks Chelsea up, puts her in the turnbuckle. Mella sits on the top rope, head scissors position. She lays over the top rope, choking Chelsea Green. The ref counts up to four before Mella breaks it. Chelsea is down. Mella goes back to the top rope. High risk. Big splash. Nobody home. Chelsea has a chance to get back in this now. Mella gets up. Charges in. Super kick by Chelsea Green. Follows it up with a curb stomp. Chelsea drags Mella to the corner. Looks to finish her off as she's getting to the second rope for that Pittsburgh or Panama or whatever sunrise <laughs> it is. Up on the screen, we see a commotion in the locker room area. It looks like Cardona and Cole are again having to be set Separated by security, Britt Baker is trying to get between them, but it's a huge pull apart. Chelsea looks confused in the ring. Wait, she rolls out. She takes off the head to the back to try to sort this out. The referee counts eight, nine, ten. The bell rings. Carmella has won this match by count out. Corey Graves on commentary says, that's 2-0. 2-0 in the last two weeks. She has to be in the gauntlet match. What an impressive showing. Tom Hannafin says, Corey, we will find out in due time. But for now, we will sort this out on the other side of the commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) We are back, and it's time for men's singles action here on Revolution. Lance Archer, somebody we haven't seen a lot of in one-on-one capacity. He's going to get a shot here to improve his stock as well. Wrestling has But it will be no easy task as the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, will be his opponent. Pause for our budget. (laughs) Good thing Roman Reigns is not here tonight because we don't have any pyro left. All right. Uh, Cody making his way to the ring. We haven't actually seen any signs of the Miz out here with his boys. Corbin's out here, but no Miz. I guess he's preparing for his match that's coming up next. Bell sounds were underway. Fast-paced action to begin here. Cody with a headlock, sent to the ropes, shoulder tackle, but he can't get the big man off his feet. Hits the ropes. Another one, same result. Finally, Cody, jab. Jab, jab, goes for the bionic elbow, but it just staggers Archer. Cody off the ropes again. Archer catches him, tilt a whirl, brings him up, has him in position, blackout in the middle of the ring. Archer tries to cover Cody, but Cody wisely, he rolls to the outside of the ring. Archer follows him, throws him back in the ring. Now he gets the cover. One, two, shoulder up by Cody. Archer, incredibly frustrated, picks Cody up, rings the arm, scales the buckles. Archer going for old school here, walks the top rope, but he turns around, moonsault on Cody Rhodes. What a move. The cover, one, 
to another kick out by Cody. Fast forward a few minutes here. Archer is wearing out Cody. Cody's trying to make a comeback, though. Fights his way to his feet. Comes off the rope. Springboard disaster kick. Corbin gets up on the apron, but Cody knocks him off. Huge drop kick. Follows it up. Tope Suicida to the outside, taking out Baron Corbin. Cody rolls back in the ring. Huge choke slam, though, by Archer from out of nowhere. The cover. One, two, foot on the rope by Cody Rose. What great ring awareness. Archer picks him up again, going for the blackout. But this time, Cody rolls over, has Archer pinned. One, two, kick out. Archer charges. Cody cartwheel to avoid him. Looks like Stardust there. Grabs Archer from behind crossroads. Picks him up. Hits a second and a third for good measure. They cover the count. One, two, three. Cody Rose picking up a big win. Finding off both Archer and Corbin as we head to commercial break. Oh, All right, we're back and we're ready for more singles action. The Miz, who we mentioned earlier, didn't come out to the aid of his buddies, but here he is trying to give a last ditch effort to qualify for this gauntlet match. We cut backstage and we see his opponent, Adam Cole. Walk into the gorilla position. He's flanked by security after that pull apart <laughs> earlier. Off in the distance, you see Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. Chelsea, you can hear her threaten Cardona, telling him not to go to the ring. He needs to save his energy. Here he comes. The man who has earned his shot in the triple threat match for the world title, Adam Cole, baby. Bell sounds, we are underway. These two guys really back and forth to start. Technically sound, you know, headlocks, arm drags, fighting for position. Finally, Miz hits some flare chops on Adam Cole, creating some separation. The Miz off the ropes. Huge big boot by Adam Cole. Follows it up. Yushigaroshi. Fireman's carry into the neck breaker. First cover of the match. One, two, kick out by the Miz. We fast forward a little ways in the match. Adam Cole still in control. Shoots Miz off the ropes, but he lowers his head. Huge knee lift by the Miz. Followed up by a drop kick that staggers Cole to the corner. Miz charges in signature clothesline in the corner. He's taunting the camera as Adam Cole rolls to the outside. Miz walking around but Cole comes to grabs the Miz. He pulls the Miz to the outside under the ropes has him in a wheelbarrow position throws him back over his head. Miz back first on the side of the apron. What a turn of events as we crash to commercial break. We are back tail end of this great match. It's been very back and forth the whole commercial break. Adam Cole has the upper hand, though. He super kicks Miz in the back of the head, interlocks Miz's arms, German suplex. The cover, one, two, kick out. Cole drags Miz over to the corner looking for Panama Sunrise. But here comes Archer and Corbin. Even though Miz wasn't there for them, they're helping out their boss. Here we go. Just as they approach the ring, Fish and O'Reilly come out. We haven't seen them in several weeks, but they are even in the odds, fighting off Archer and Corbin here. Cole is distracted. Miz rolls him up. One, two, kick out. Cole swings and misses. Miz catches him. Skull-crushing finale, but Cole manages to escape. Hits a skull-crushing finale of his own. As Miz is trying to get up, Adam Cole lowers the boom. Last shot. The cover. One, two, three. Adam Cole gets a big win 
ahead of his championship match at Call Your Shot. Adam Cole celebrates in the ring. He makes eye contact with Fish and O'Reilly, who are making their way up the ramp. They give each other a big smile and a head nod. Not sure what that means, but we got to take a commercial break. Poor Roddy. <laughs> Poor Roddy. <laughs> I'm cooking. Let me take a, a swig. What Sega are you in? This is eight. Holy cow, man. You're, a <laughs> I'm you're cooking. moving through this thing. I am cooking today. You got plenty of time. Here we go. All right. We'll, we'll take some time. This segment's going to need a few minutes. All right. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. What a wild night it has been so far here on Revolution. <laughs> but it is about to get even more wild. Here comes our general manager, Stone Cold Steve Austin. We are about to find out who's going to participate in the Call Your Shot Gauntlet ladder matches coming up at the pay-per-view next week. Austin grabs the mic and he says, all right, I told everyone at the beginning of this month that everybody was going to have a chance to impress me, to earn your way into these gauntlet matches, and I finally made my decision. But before I announce the participants, I want to run down the rest of the card coming up for the pay-per-view. As you heard earlier tonight, Edge and Christian victorious in the opening match. They will face Santana and Ortiz to crown brand new Revolution Tag Team Champions. Now, there's been a lot of, shall I say, mayhem surrounding these tag team titles. So I want to make sure this finals runs smoothly. So I've appointed a special guest referee for this match. Oh, oh my goodness! Bully Ray! Steve Austin has called his old friend, former member of the Mayhem roster, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers ever. Bully Ray joins Austin in the ring, shakes his hand. Austin says, I appreciate you being here, Bully. He's going to be laying down the law this week at the pay-per-view. Now, also on the card, you're going to, of course, see the World Heavyweight Championship on the line as the former champion, Roman Reigns, and Adam Cole will have their shot, sorry, at Matt Cardona, the brand new World Heavyweight Champion. And per her challenge, Shayna Baszler will be defending the Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey. And also, I'm making it official right now, Chris Jericho is going to go one-on-one with (laughs) Sting. And now for the gauntlet matches. Again, five participants will be in each match. I'm going to announce four, and there will be one surprise at the pay-per-view for both the men and the women. For the women's match... The announced participants will be Dr. Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, Alexa Bliss, and Candice LeRae. And on the men's side, the announced participants will be the Viper Randy Orton, the most professional wrestler Brian Myers, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, and a man who has really impressed me recently, the Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we will see you at the pay per view. It's uh, amazing. What an incredible card that Steve Austin has presented us with. Topped off with Bully Ray as a special referee. Corey Graves interrupts and he says, Bully Ray? 
Who cares about Bully Ray? Carmel is 2-0 this month, and she was left out of the gauntlet match. This is a miscarriage of justice, and something needs to be done about this. Tom Hanneman says, well, Corey, maybe you should take that up with our GM. And Graves says, well, maybe I will. He slams his headset down, and he walks off. Well, regardless of that, we're going to take a commercial break. Our main event is next. We are back from commercial. We see Stone Cold walking through the hallway, and we hear, Steve, Steve. It's Corey Graves. He approaches Austin. He says, Steve, I don't understand. Carmella has won two matches over the last two weeks, and how she did not earn her way into the gauntlet match, I just can't understand. Steve says, Corey, she did win. You're correct. But it wasn't in a very impressive way. Graves says, that's just ridiculous, Steve. She deserves to be in the match. And Austin says, Corey, that's for me to determine. But I appreciate you sticking up for her. So for that, I'll do you both a favor. On the revolution after the pay-per-view, Carmella is going to get a one-on-one match for the Women's Championship against the winner of Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. Corey Graves says, Steve, it's very much appreciated. Thank you. Uh-oh. <laughs> we cut to the ring. What an announcement for two weeks from tonight. But right now, all eyes are on the Intercontinental Championship as Andrade, accompanied by Zelina Vega, is making his way to the ring. And here comes our fighting champion, the Rebel Heart, Johnny Gargano. Remember, these two went to war in NXT a few years back. Let's see if they can replicate those incredible battles. We'll find out when we come back from commercial break. I'm expecting five stars from this, by the way. All right, here we go. (laughs) I'll see if I can live up to the hype. All right. Bell sounds we are underway. The crowd is at a fever pitch to see this highly anticipated rematch, especially with the IC title on the line. These two men sizing each other up. Series of headlocks, exchanges, reversals. Finally, Gargano comes off the ropes and misses the clothesline. Andrade, a huge overhand chop to the chest, followed by another one, and follows it up with a big boot. Gargano is down. Andrade off the ropes. Basement dropkick to an already downed Intercontinental Champion. Andrade picks up Gargano, shoots him off the ropes. Gargano reverses, throws Andrade over the top. Andrade lands on his feet on the apron, grabs Gargano. Dragon sleeper locked in over the top rope. What a devastating move, but they are on the ropes. That forces a break. Gargano staggers to his feet. Springboard missile dropkick from Andrade. The cover, one, two, kick out not enough to put the champ away a few minutes go by Andrade still in control Johnny is showing some life though Andrade goes to shoot Johnny off the ropes Gargano over the top to the apron shot to the gut Andrade in position one final beat but Zelina Vega grabs Gargano's foot Gargano's trying to get away Andrade quickly big boot knocking Gargano to the floor Andrade goes off the ropes springboard corkscrew plancha to the outside on Johnny Gargano the champ is in trouble as we head to our final commercial break. We are back. Segment 11, we fast forward towards the tail end of this match. Johnny Gargano has started to gain the advantage several times, but each time, Zelina Vega providing a distraction, allowing Andrade to regain the advantage. Both men on their feet trading blows. Andrade hits that overhand chop. A second one, but it doesn't phase Johnny. It's like he's hulking up. A third one doesn't phase him either. Johnny catches his hand on the fourth. Spring 
or sorry, spins around springboard discus clothesline by Johnny Gargano. Both men are down again. Johnny crawls over, looks to try to get Andrade in the Gargano escape. There's Zelina Vega back up on the apron. Here comes Candice LeRae from the back. Pulls Zelina off the apron. They start exchanging words, and a brawl ensues with the ref trying to get in the middle of them. While he is distracted, here come the Lucha Brothers. Gargano squaring up, seemingly ready for him, but a low blow from Andrade from behind. Penta and Phoenix grab Gargano. Package, pile driver, drop kick combo. Andrade covers. Finally, the ref gets back in the ring. The cover one, two, shoulder up by Johnny Gargano. He's still in it. Andrade is incredibly frustrated, grabs Gargano, going for the hammerlock DDT, but Johnny shoves Andrade back to the corner. The ref gets trapped in the corner as well. Ref bump, he's down, and that prompts, of course, the Lucha Brothers to jump back in the ring to start attacking Johnny Gargano. But here comes Champa. He sprinting to the ring with a chair in his hand. He bashes Penta over the head. He bashes Phoenix over the head. Andrade tries to grab him. Chair shot to the gut, and he hits one. He hits Andrade over the back with a steel chair. Champa grabs Phoenix. Fairy tale ending. He grabs Pentagon. Project Champa. Champa wants to see a fair fight here. Andrade starting to get up. Champa grabs the chair, measures him, swings. Andrade ducks. Champa hits Gargano over the head with a chair. What just happened? Champa gets out of the ring, drops the chair, and he just stands there. Candice LeRae is getting in his face trying to figure out why he's not trying to help Johnny. Andrade puts his arm over. The ref comes two, not this way. One. Two, three, we have a new intercontinental champion. Thanks to the Lucha Brothers, but a big assist, intentionally or unintentionally, to Tommaso Ciampa Andrade is your new intercontinental champion. That's all the time we have for this week. We will see you at Call Your Shot. Wow. That <clears throat> couple things. Yeah. <laughs> I like the <clears throat> the little callback to Johnny Adam. Mm, yeah. With like undisputed air literally hit every finisher on him. Right. And he still kicked out. Right. <clears throat> I like the the chair shot. Jeff Jarrett, man. <laughs> I I I knew you're a Jeff Jarrett fan, but I was not expecting all of him. I love it though. I think it's going to be great. Bully Ray coming back when you when the music first started, I was like, "Dead Man Under," like like Bad A American yeah. Bad A Undertaker is what I first heard, and I was like, "Oh wait, no, that's that's Bubba. We're good." That's awesome. <laughs> great show. I I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about Bully. Um, so Bully was a drop that Andy had after the first pay review, mm-hmm. and he was a surprise pickup for me. After the first pay-per-view. Because if many of you listened at the draft episode, I was not happy when Andy drafted Bully Ray. <laughs> so Bully Ray is now part of the Revolution roster. Still uh, had plenty of time, by the way. Well, I figured. Andrade, newer Connell champion. I like that. I Changing like that. titles again before a pay-per-view. Like Brad that. would enjoy that. Edge uh, and Christian beating the Lucha Brothers was not expecting that. Okay. I like it, but that was I was not expecting that. That was nice. And Taz, I'm I'm not sure what Taz is up to, but I like I like I like what Taz is doing. We might find out sooner rather than later about Taz. <laughs> I have a feeling we will have to see what happens with Taz. All right, 
Let's switch this over here. Is that about where you had your volume? Uh, it was actually. Oh, I can't tell because I just unplugged it. Maybe just a tick lower. Oh, like right there. That's probably good. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Thirty minutes on the clock over here. We have an intro this week. We have an intro. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I think you can go up a tick. We'll see. It should be good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PBWF Mayhem. I am Michael Cole, joined as always by Pat McAfee, and tonight we hopefully settle this rivalry between Walter and Drew McIntyre. Seth Rollins and John Moxley will go face to face and so much more, but right now we have breaking news to start off the show. Earlier today... He's a little early. Earlier today, <laughs> Finn Balor was arriving to the arena when he was apparently attacked from behind by a man wearing a mask and hoodie. We still don't know the intent of the attacker. We don't know who he is, but hopefully later tonight we will have some footage to find out what happened backstage. But right now, let's send it out for our first met. Oh, wait, but from the crowd, MJF hops the barricade. He has a <laughs> microphone in his hand. He slides into the ring and he goes, no, 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 no. This show tonight isn't going to happen until I get the respect that I deserve. I'm sick of being overlooked by this company, by management, and by you stupid idiots in the crowd. Do you not understand how great I am? I'm MJF, and no one can stop me. So until I get some respect, he rolls out of the ring, he grabs a steel chair, goes back in, places it in the middle of the ring, sits down. He says, I'm not going anywhere, and he's facing the ramp. On commentary, Pat McAfee says, you know what? Someone needs to shut this idiot up. And he throws his headset down. Pat McAfee gets into the ring, gets up from the announce table, slides into the ring, and nails MJF with a drop kick to the back of the head before hitting him with a super kick, sending him flying out of the ring. Security is finally down here. They've got MJF running back to the... Or they got him pushing him back to the back. Pat McAfee looks at the crowd. He takes a bow. He goes, sits back down on the commentary. <laughs> he says, let's get this show started. <laughs> And here comes Kevin Owens making his way out to the ring. We are starting off with tag team action tonight as Kevin Owens and the world champion Seth Rollins will be taking on the number one contender for the tag team championships. The bar as Kevin Owens is out there. Seth Rollins is making his way to the ring. Kevin's letting his music play this week. Seth Rollins is on his way. He's out dancing to the ring. He's having a good time. And here come their opponents. Maybe. There we go. The Bar, uh, Cesaro, and Sheamus, they make their way out to the ring. 
Yeah, it takes forever. So the, they get into the ring. They get to the ring. The bell finally rings. Kevin Owens and Cesaro are the legal men. This match begins with a tie-up. Uh, KO puts Cesaro in a headlock, shoots him off the ropes, and hits him with a shoulder tackle. KO bounces off of the ropes. Uh, Cesaro drops down, leapfrogs, and connects with a huge jumping uppercut, sending Kevin Owens flying out of the ring. Cesaro quickly tags in Sheamus before bouncing off the ropes and into the ring. Uh, before bouncing off the ropes and hits a huge suicide dive, taking out Kevin Owens. He grabs Kevin, throws him back in the ring, and he's met with a huge bicycle knee from Sheamus. He covers him one, two. Kevin Owens kicks out. The bar does not mess around in these matches. They get started off quick and fast. Sheamus continues the attack on Kevin. Uh, He goes for the white noise, but Kevin Owens gets out of it, hits Sheamus with a German suplex directly into the turnbuckle. He tries to reach for Seth to make the tag, but... Cesaro is back on the floor. He pulls Seth off the apron and sends him flying over the barricade into the crowd. Kevin Owens turns around into a huge clothesline from Sheamus as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break, and uh, Kevin Owens is still in the ring. He's still the legal man, uh, but now Cesaro is the legal man as well. Cesaro goes for an uppercut again, but Kevin Owens catches him with a huge super kick in midair. He finally crawls through his corner. He makes the hot tag to Seth. Seth springboards into the ring, begins to take the attack to both Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, he nails Cesaro with a sling blade, followed by a drop kick, sending Cesaro out of the ring. Uh, Sheamus slides back into the ring, but Kevin Owens this time does a uh, does as well and meets him with a huge super Superkick followed by a pop-up powerbomb as Seth Rollins goes flying out the ropes at the same time, taking Cesaro out, uh, trying to take Cesaro out, but this time Cesaro catches him with an uppercut in midair. He throws Seth back in the ring, and before getting back in, the, uh, before getting back in, Kevin Owens hits a huge over-the-top rope senton, taking out Cesaro. He throws him back in the ring. Seth goes for the curb stomp, but this time he is met with a bro kick out of nowhere from Sheamus. Sheamus drapes Cesaro's arm over Seth for the cover. One, two. Seth Rollins kicks out at the very last second. Sheamus can't believe it. He grabs Cesaro, pulls him back to his corner, tags himself in, and begins to go after Seth. But Kevin Owens is in the ring, uh, kicks Sheamus in the gut. He drills him with a stunner, followed by a huge curb stomp from Seth. He covers him. One, two. Cesaro is in to break up the pin with a springboard foot stomp on the back of Seth Rollins. All four men are in the ring and begin just to brawl, attack each other. Cesaro hits Seth with an uppercut. Kevin Owens hits Cesaro with a super kick. Sheamus hits Kevin with a knee, and somehow Seth takes out Sheamus with an enziguri. All four men are on the ground. Seth and Sheamus pull themselves back up. They're the legal men. Kevin Owens tags himself in, and Sheamus connects with a bro kick to Seth Rollins, taking him out. But Kevin Owens rolls up Sheamus. One, two. He kicks out, but he kicks out directly into a uppercut from Cesaro into a bro kick by Sheamus. Covers Kevin Owens. One, two, three. The bar finally pick up a huge win over Kevin Owens, over Seth Rollins. But before they can even celebrate in the ring, FTR is in the ring, and they just begin to attack the bar. This rivalry has gone crazy. Finally, security and referees are out there. They get between the two teams. This one is heating up before we get to Warzone. A lot of false finishes in that one. A lot of false finishes in that one. Uh, backstage, uh, Sami Zayn is with Renee Young, and she asks, Sammy, how do you feel going into your defense against Keith Lee, knowing no one has successfully defended the Pure Wrestling Championship in Mayhem yet? Sammy says, I know it's not going to be an <laughs> easy task. I didn't even task. notice yeah, that. Nobody's, that's so nobody's funny. Nobody's been able to, to defend it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I know that it's not going to be an easy task, but someone has to be the first, so why not me? I'm going to be prepared to face Keith Lee and from frame Keith Lee steps in. He says, sorry to interrupt, Sammy. I I know you're the heart and soul of pro wrestling or whatever, but at Warzone, I'm going to take that championship from you and I'm going to make sure that you bask in my glory as we cut to commercial break. 
Yeah, nobody's been successful yet. Wow. <laughs> we come back from commercial break. Brad's not here, but the booze are raining down. They are raining down on Charlotte Flair. She gets in the ring. She has a microphone in her hand, and she says, I'm sure all of you losers are so shocked and surprised to see me here on Mayhem. But honestly, it shouldn't come as a shock. Revolution never had respect for me and my history in wrestling and decided to use wrestlers who weren't worthy enough to kiss my feet, let alone be in the ring with me. So... I'm here to prove once and for all that not only am I the greatest women's wrestler of all time, but I'm also the greatest out of the four horsewomen as well. Bailey comes out to the ramp with the microphone and she's walking down. She says, Charlotte, I'm glad to see nothing has changed with you. You are still the most selfish, entitled woman, and yet you can't back any of it up. You are a 13-time world champion because of your daddy's name, but now you're an afterthought. You are nothing more than a waste of space. And at Warzone, there is nothing you can do to stop me from taking the women's championship. Uh-oh. Sasha Banks comes out. We are having a four-women promo, if you can't tell. Sasha comes out with a microphone in her hand, and she says, Bailey. You have a lot of nerve coming out here saying Charlotte is the most entitled person on this roster when you are standing right here. You think because you have such a historic run in NXT that you deserve everything? When the truth is, there wouldn't be a Bailey without Sasha Banks. There wouldn't be a Four Horsewoman without me. So all of the success that you, Charlotte, and Becky have achieved is thanks to me. I am the standard in women's wrestling, and that is never going to change. The three other women are in the ring. Becky comes out. She says, look, look at the three children running their mouths, trying to make themselves relevant once again (laughs) on my success. Don't worry, ladies. I'm giving you this match out of the goodness of my heart. You see, the only... Uh, you see, they only care about seeing me, the man. They could care less about seeing another overhyped blonde woman in the ring and two ladies that, if they don't get their way, will literally lay down and cry over it. But I'm the man. I'm Becky Lynch. And come at war- and come Warzone, I'm going to prove that not only am I the best out of the four of us, but I'm the best in the world, whether it's male or female. And no one can touch me. In the ring immediately, Bailey immediately attacks Sasha Banks, and the two women brawl all over the place, but Charlotte quickly gets involved by hitting a big boot to Sasha, followed by a huge exploder suplex to Bailey. Becky slides in the ring and begins to attack Charlotte. She bounces off the ropes, but quickly gets met with a huge spear from Charlotte. Charlotte lifts the women's title over her head and stands over Bailey, over all of the three women in the ring. Charlotte is standing tall. Will this be the case at Warzone? We cut backstage and we see AJ Styles and the Good Brothers in the locker room and Renee Young walks up to him and says, AJ, Good Brothers, any word on Finn's condition and who is behind this? AJ says, Renee, it's obvious who's behind this attack. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks planned this from the beginning. Take out Finn and make our match at Warzone almost impossible for us to win. Finn isn't here anymore. He was taken to a hospital to be checked on, and we aren't even sure if he will be medically cleared for Warzone. But I do know, whether Finn is there or not, the Elite's target on their back just got even bigger. And at Warzone, uh, we finished what they started as we cut to commercial break. How much time do I have? I can't tell. Oh, sorry. Good. Ten minutes. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, We come back from commercial break. There's a video package hyping John Cena's return in two weeks after Warzone. 
The Street Profits make their way to the ring, flanked by Bobby Lashley and MVP as the Hurt Business is coming to take care of business tonight and their opponents. I love it so much. <laughs> it's a new day. Yes, it is. Here comes Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston with Biggie by their side down to the ring. They mean business tonight. The bell rings. Montez Ford and Kofi Kingston are the legal men. Uh, Montez has the early advantage on Kofi. He lifts Kofi up for a suplex, but Kofi somehow escapes, and Woods blind tags himself in. He tries to roll up Montez one, but he kicks out. Montez rolls up Woods one, but he kicks out there. Woods goes for a forearm, but Montez catches it, spins Woods around, and connects with an enziguri. He tags in Dawkins, and Dawkins comes in and just runs straight through Woods. Uh, He is in complete control, hitting over-the-head suplexes, shoulder tackles, um... Woods gets thrown into the corner, and Doc's, uh, Doc Dawkins, I can't pronounce his name apparently, goes for a spinning <laughs> splash, but Woods dodges it, and he goes face first into the turnbuckle. Woods is crawling to the corner, but before he can even make the tag, Dawkins grabs his foot to prevent him from going. Woods tries to hit a step up in Zaguri, but he dodges it and turns it into a huge German suplex. Kofi tries to get in the ring, but before he can, Montez is in the ring and takes Kofi out with a massive drop kick. Both Tez and Dawkins look at each other before hitting stereo... Uh, Tope suicidas as we cut to commercial break. Nice. We come back from commercial break. Woods and Montez are the legal man. Uh, legal man. Woods is in a bad place. Uh, Ford goes for the frog splash, but somehow Woods gets his knees up and tries to roll up Montez. One, two. Montez kicks out. Uh, he tries to apply more offense in, but Woods quickly hits the O'Connor uh, roll German suplex. Uh, Woods is crawling. Finally makes the hot tag to Kofi. Kofi springboards into the ring, hitting Ford with a running double jo- uh, double chop before hitting Dawkins with a forearm, knocking him off the apron. Uh, He hits Montez with more chops again, um, taking him down. Kofi is standing over Ford, bounces off the ropes before hitting the boom drop. He uh, begins to fire up the crowd by clapping. New day rocks. New day rocks. He's about to go for trouble in paradise, but Dawkins is in and runs towards Kofi. Kofi somehow dodges it, sending Dawkins directly into a swinging DDT from uh, from Xavier Woods. Uh, Ford is now up, runs towards Kofi. Kofi dodges it. He bounces off the turnbuckle and directly into a monkey flip, but Ford lands on his feet. Uh, he nails Kofi with a drop kick, sending Kofi off the ropes, but uh, Kofi hits him with a trouble in paradise when he bounces off. He covers him. One, two, Montez Ford kicks out the last second. Woods tags in, and they go for the up, up, down, down, but Dawkins is back in, shoves Kofi off the top rope and directly into the barricade. Ford reverses the hold. Um, <laughs> Ford reverses the hold on Woods, uh, and before hitting him with the lawn dart into the corner, he climbs to the top rope, hits a massive frog splash, covers him one, two, three. The Street Profits get a huge win tonight. Um, Kofi is back in the ring. If I can get this play. Kofi is back in the ring uh, and begins to help Woods up. New Day look at the Profits. The Big E gets in. They extend their hand. But Bobby Lashley gets in the ring before they can even do anything. Uh, Big E slides in. They're all face-to-face. The six men are face-to-face before New Day finally exit the ring. This thing is far from over. We are going to have more after this. We cut to commentary, and Michael Cole says, Well, ladies and gentlemen, tonight has been uh, jam-packed night of action, and we are finally going... uh, We 
are finally only getting started. There's a lot more to come, but let's remind you how we start off the show with breaking news that Finn was found in the parking lot suffering from a vicious attack from an unknown assailant. We now have the footage of the attack, and there's a security cam footage of the parking lot that shows uh, Finn Balor arriving. He walks out of frame before being thrown back into frame. A man in a black hoodie and black mask appears and begins to beat down on Finn before lifting him up and putting him through a car windshield. Oh my gosh. Um, he, we can't really see the windshield from this angle, but we can definitely tell he's being attacked. Michael Cole says, we hope to get a medical update on Finn Balor as soon as we can. And John Moxley is making his way out to the ring to go face to face with a Seth Rollins that is not happy about what happened earlier tonight. But he is going to go face to face with John Mo- or with Seth Rollins before facing him at Warzone as we cut to commercial break. Wow, that was just up. Come on. <coughs> we come back from commercial break. Seth Rollins makes his way to the ring. John Moxley's got a microphone in his hand. Seth comes out with a microphone in his hand. They're walking down to the ring. Seth is fired up. John Moxley looks at him and says, Seth freaking Rollins, the man known for destroying the greatest faction in in wrestling history, (laughs) the architect, the visionary, the man that has had everything handed to him. Let's be real honest. I always looked at I was always looked at as the lowest member of the shield. I didn't receive the praise and adoration from management as much as you and Roman did. I had to work twice as hard to get half the recognition that you guys had. And I'm honestly grateful for it because it turned me into the killer I am today. I had to remind myself that I am John Moxley and no one is ever going to take that away from me again. Seth Rollins says, "Mox, man, how many times are you going to continue to make excuses for yourself?" You want to know the reason why you never found success during that time? It's because you weren't ready. It's because you didn't deserve it. You think I was handed everything? I had to work just as hard as you did. I had to push myself. And when the time came, I made the moment. I did something that you and Roman didn't have the guts to do. I wasn't about br- it wasn't about breaking up the brotherhood. It was about making a name for myself. That's why I have this steel chair. And he walks out with a broken steel chair. He says, that's why I broke this over your back and over Roman's back. (laughs) And at Warzone, I'm going to do it again. John Moxley says, you want to know something, Seth? You are absolutely right. I wasn't ready. I didn't deserve it. But now, now I'm going to show you that I'm not only, I'm not the same guy you faced back then. You don't, uh, you won't know what you got, what you are in store for. And after Warzone, but, uh, and, af- and after Warzone, you're going to know the difference between me and you now. You still need to hold Triple H's hand. You still need Triple H to hold your hand to, to get the job done and be successful. I mean, look, you lost earlier tonight. All I need is for the bell ring. And don't forget about what happened one of the last times we saw each other as Moxley rolls out of the ring and exposes the concrete where he dropped Seth Rollins a couple years ago. And don't think I won't do this again. Seth Rollins is in the ring and he's fired up and he's mad. He says, I am sick and tired of you constantly bringing up Hunter. I don't need Hunter. In fact, he needs me. And at Warzone, I'm going to prove that I am the greatest champion alive. Better than Roman, better than Steve, Rock, Hogan, and Triple H. And especially better than you. Fighting words, fired up promo from Seth Rollins. This match at Warzone is not going to be for the faint of heart. Two men that absolutely hate each other from their past are going to go one-on-one at Warzone as we cut to commercial break. (coughs) What segment you on? Seven. I got to hurry. 
Uh-oh. What, how much time do I got? Eight, you're at 18 minutes okay. right now. Uh, so we come back from commercial break, um, and we have a satellite promo from... i got to find it because I'm cutting a match. Uh <laughs> Okay, we have a satellite promo between Samoa Joe and CM Punk. We cut to commentary. Michael Cole says, well, ladies and gentlemen, right now we are going to have a special interview with two men who can't really be in the same room unless something goes wrong. Please welcome via satellite Samoa Joe and CM Punk. Now, gentlemen, and before he can finish, Samoa Joe says, listen, Cole, don't waste your time asking a stupid question. This won't take long. Punk, you're going to regret coming back to pro wrestling. You're going to regret trying to grab the limelight for uh, one more time. You are nothing and always have been. And at Warzone, I'm going to prove that all you have is your words. Punk says, Joe, I really don't know what's gotten into you. I know you've always been jealous of me. You've always wanted the success I've had. And you can't stand to see me at the top. But here's a fact, Joe. I'm used to people not wanting me at the top. I'm used to people looking down and and past me. I'm used to idiots like you saying I'm nothing but a mouthpiece. But Joe, come Warzone, you will finally understand what it truly means to go to sleep as the feed cuts to black as Joe gets mad and he walks off <laughs> we cut backstage and William Regal is standing out of his door uh, Renee Young says Mr. Regal have you heard any medical update on Finn Balor he says well Renee unfortunately I haven't heard anything but hopefully soon enough we will have some answers all of a sudden security comes running up says Mr. Regal we know you wanted to know when Brock Lesnar got here we know you banned him from the arena tonight but we just received word that he is on his way here and he is not going to stop William Regal says, if he so much as touches the concrete in the parking lot, every single one of you is fired. Am I understood? As we cut to commercial break. Wow. We come back from commercial break. We are going to uh, skip music because I don't have time. Uh, The Elite are in the ring. They are in the ring celebrating. They're very happy. Bullet Club comes out. AJ Styles has a microphone in his hand. He says, look, we all know you had something to do with Finn's attack today, so don't even worry about admitting it because we are going to make sure you pay for everything that happened at at Warzone. Whether Finn is cleared or not, we will still embarrass you and prove who the real elite of pro wrestling are. Kenny Omega says, AJ, I'm telling you the truth when I say that we had absolutely nothing to do with Finn's attack, but I know you won't believe me. However, why are we wasting time? The only reason we are out here is to hear the stipulation you have for us and then brawl around the arena. So let's just get to the fight. (laughs) Kenny signs the contract. AJ signs the contract. AJ says, you want to know what the stip is? For the first time ever, we are facing in a war zone match. No one can get in. No one can leave. We are going to make sure you pay for everything. And he immediately tosses the microphone at Kenny Omega and he jumps in and the seven men are brawling all in the ring and around ringside. Security tries to break them up, but they can't uh, can't get all of them at once. Kenny Omega is alone in the ring. Uh, I don't have it ready, but Finn Balor's music hits. Uh, Finn somehow comes stumbling down to the ring. He's not supposed to be here. He takes down Kenny Omega. They begin to throw punches with Kenny. Finally, Finn hits a clothesline, uh, clotheslines Kenny over the top rope to the outside. He is standing in the ring by himself, but from behind, the man in the mask and the hoodie slides in the ring again with a steel chair, and he just bashes a- uh, Finn with it. AJ slides in the ring, but finally the man leaves before he can get to him. Finn is in a bad way as we cut to commercial break. Oh, my goodness. Yes. 
The crowd is buzzing as here comes Bray Wyatt making his first live appearance in Mayhem. He is not here on the on the Titan Tron, but he is here in person. He has a microphone in his hand. He says, Yowie, wowie. My first time actually can show up here on Mayhem, and boys and girls, I couldn't be more excited. I am so happy to see all of my fireflies in person, but I'm more excited to see my newest friend, Brocky Boy. Now, Brock, Gosh. I know the last time I saw you, you didn't you didn't look so good. But don't worry, Brock. Soon he will heal you. Soon all of your pain and hurting will go away. But in order to heal you, Brock, he will have to hurt you. But then your pain and your agony will be gone forever. I'm bad, and I'm than Wait a minute. That is a song we haven't heard in a long, long, long time. Eric Bischoff has a microphone. He says, Bray, look, I'm not even going to try to get involved with your spooky crap that you're going on. I'm just here to let you know that Brock Lesnar is not someone you want to mess with. Yes, I understand CM Punk got lucky last month, but Bray, I don't think you're going to get as lucky, especially with all the attacks that you've been doing. When all of a sudden, out of the crowd, Brock Lesnar jumps the guardrail, and he is standing right at the foot of the ring. Eric Bischoff walks up beside him. He puts his arm around him, but Brock is not the same Brock that he remembers. And Brock gets uh, Brock picks up Bischoff, and he F5s him on the steel floor before picking him up and throwing him into the barricade. Oh, my god! He F5s him on top of the barricade, pushing him back out to the concrete. But then he quickly turns, and he looks. All of a sudden, the following are now at ringside as Buddy Matthews and, and uh, Malachi Black and uh, Brody King, they're all standing in the ring trying to block Bray Wyatt but Brock gets in the ring he all of a sudden uh, is face to face with Brody King he lifts him up with a massive F5 he clotheslines Buddy Matthews he clotheslines Malachi Black and he stands face to face with Bray Wyatt and Bray is just absolutely laughing he loves every second of it Julia Hart though steps right in front of Bray Brock is breathing heavy. He screams in frustration, but as but as Julia puts his uh, her hand out once again, Brock crumbles to his knees in pain. Buddy and Black are back in the ring. They begin to beat down on Brock, um, but Brock comes busting out, throws out throws Black out of the ring, hits the F five on both of them. He lifts up Brock uh, Bray Wyatt for an F five, plants Bray Wyatt with an F five, plants him with another one. As we cut to commercial break, how much time I got? You got five, a little right. over five minutes. We come back from commercial break. Walter is already in the ring. I'm just going to play this because I wanted to play this. Walter is in the ring. And here comes Broken Dreams, Drew McIntyre. He is fired up. He is ready for this match tonight. The bell rings. Walter Walter begins to walk towards Drew, but from out of nowhere at Claymore, but Walter is able to roll out of the ring before Drew can even get the pin. He quickly follows after him, begins to throw him into the barricade. He then throws him into the ring apron, um, back into the barricade. Drew breaks the count before turning the corner to get to Walter, but Walter gives Drew a massive chop and then lifts Drew up for a powerbomb and drives him through the announce table as we cut to commercial break. (coughs) Segment 11. Walter is in complete control of Drew. Uh, He sends Drew into the corner before uh, running after him, but Drew hits him with a neck breaker. Both men are pulling themselves up. They begin to trade shots back and forth. Drew goes for the future shock, but Walter breaks out of it and goes for the massive chop. He dodges it, bounces off the ropes, gets caught with another chop, breaking open his chest. He is bleeding from his chest now. Walter shoots off the ropes, takes Drew out with a drop kick, sending him out of the ring. Walter goes after him, but Drew plants him with a future shock DDT on the outside. He rolls him back into the ring. He covers him one, 
to Walter kicks out the last second. Drew gets in the corner. He begins the countdown. He goes three, two, one. He goes for a claymore, but Walter catches him in midair with a power bomb. He covers him one, two. Drew McIntyre kicks out the last second. Walter can't believe it. He climbs to the top rope. He's going for that huge frog splash, but in midair, he gets caught with a claymore, but Drew is so much in pain, he can't make the cover. Out of nowhere, the bar on the apron, they distract the referee. Drew McIntyre turns around into a bull hammer from, from Wade Barrett, directly into a power bomb. He covers mm. them. One, two, three. Walter gets a huge win over Drew McIntyre. I'm expecting this to continue. I'm expecting more of this to happen at Warzone. Who will walk out on top of Warzone. Join us next week for, oh my gosh, out of nowhere, Pat McAfee is attacked from behind by MJF. Oh, MJF is hitting with forearm, 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 punches out of nowhere. He grabs the steel chair. He places it around the neck of Pat McAfee and sends him chair first into the ring post before hitting a pile driver onto the steel chair as we fade to black. Wow. <coughs> Shoo. Wow. I cut Mira on Shinsuke. They had a match. <laughs> you still had a few minutes. You could have squashed Shinsuke, I guess. Yeah, but I've squashed him so much already. I'm <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. That's true. Let me just tell you, I'm going to be really, really sad when this, and I hope it never ends because it there's reason to keep it going, obviously. <laughs> the feud between Moxley and Rollins. Yeah. Their promos are like amazing. <laughs> I'm going to miss that feud just because of the promos. Um, good stuff. Yeah, thank you. I really liked it. Uh, I always, I don't know why I dig Wade Barrett so much getting back I into the too. ring. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. I love that. I'm anxious to see where this, I mean, I've got some ideas, but I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm anxious to see where this New Day and Hurt Business thing goes. I think that'll be really, really cool. Yep. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Eric Bischoff, that would be Brad's favorite segment uh -huh, ever. Uh -huh. So you're, you're playing to the crowd <laughs> there. So, so kudos on that. Good show, man. Thank I enjoy you. it. Two really good shows heading into the pay-per-views. It's going to be a wild time. Yeah. Coming up at Warzone. And call your shot. I'm anxious for this Warzone match. Yep. We'll see what happens. Be good. All right. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Follow us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think about these shows as we head to literally the halfway point of this first season of PBWF. Thanks for hanging out with us. For Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. We will catch you guys down the road.